Hello everyone and uh, welcome to the new episode of Pediatric Surgery Talks. Uh, so continuing our podcast on uh, how to get more experience and how to become a more accomplished pediatric surgeon. Uh, we are going to talk, talk about a very important topic today and, and I feel that is something that unfortunately is not a part of uh, our culture of training and uh, somehow uh, that leads to a lot of paucity of thought process and, and a limitation of one's ability to, to maybe understand the branch to a, to a great extent. And, and that is uh, the lack of experience in enough variety of training centers. Uh, see, we need to understand that every department that you join for a training uh, has its own unique culture, has its own way of doing things, has its own way of uh, managing certain patients, having its own protocols, uh, which have been developed over the years by successive uh, faculty members, which includes professors, heads of departments, and and, and various other factors, in fact, uh, depending upon the drainage that that department uh, deals with. So uh, now I'm not saying that is wrong in any way, not at all. Uh, you know, uh, you need to get trained in basics of pediatric surgery before you move on to advanced things. Uh, whether or not your uh, department has advanced uh, things or not is, is irrelevant to this discussion, uh, what we're having today. Uh, what I mean by that is now, if you are exposed only to that particular environment, you're going to uh, also develop a way of thinking which is uh, consonant with uh, what you have uh, been trained with. Uh, my only objection to that is that it doesn't allow you to have a very broad mindset about the branch as a whole. Just to give you an example, um, uh, you know, one of my associates who joined me once uh, a few years back, I think all of you know uh, him pretty well, uh, no need to name him, but the fact is that, uh, you know, when he came in and, and he saw us doing uh, the kind of laparoscopic work we were doing and uh, in his own words, you know, it opened his eyes uh, because uh, till then uh, he was not aware uh, that these things can be done. Uh, he was not aware that these things are being done in the country. So. Um, as a trainee, I think, uh, yes, you have your own uh, loyalties to your department where you have worked, which is true and which should remain lifelong. There's no doubt about that. But at the same time, as a seeker of knowledge, as a seeker of a broader viewpoints, you should be listening to a lot of people. You know, today, social media has made... Uh, you know, people like Alberto Pina, people like Hadidi, much more accessible to you. Uh, I'm talking about 10 years back when there were, you know, islands of de different departments, even within the same city, where uh, two departments would be doing radically different uh, approaches to the same treatment methodology. Both of them would get good results. But the problem being that students from one department were not exposed to the methodology of the other department. So now you're going to argue with me, why is that important if I am doing the right thing? It is important to get over what I call a frog in the well syndrome. 
now you need to understand that yes you may know a good way of doing things but there's no harm in knowing things which can be done in a different way and and will lead to a similar outcome see you need to have a more rounded development to your surgical career now if you're aiming for that if you want to aim for an all round development you need to you know sort of clash your brains with people who have a different mindset than yours it's very easy to follow a certain path there's nothing wrong in that i am not saying it's wrong it is right but if you want to have a more rounded development of your surgical career and your surgical thought process it's always better to be able to listen to discuss to argue with people from a different mindset so we know in pediatric surgery you know there are conditions like i mean as something as simple as hypospadias uh, a same mid penile hypospadias you know a person may have very different approach to it b person may have a very different approach to it and both of them may give a good result for the same condition now as a trainee it's extremely important i think especially in the beginning of your career to to be able to understand and accept both the thought processes so your mind as a trainee should be like a sponge you should be absorbing everything because the more you absorb the more you work with different people the more you interact with different people the more there's a chance that you have a, a different thought process you know and and that gives you a much rounded view of how things should be you know uh, one of my mentors had had said something very very pertinent and it, and it really stuck me because uh, it was so obvious to all of us but till he said that i i never you know uh, got into the depth of what he has said right now he's like you know gurjev uh, urologists in america don't think like pediatric surgeons and pediatric surgeons in india don't think like urologists and i think that's a very pertinent point he made because in in us the training for a pediatric urology is through adult urology program so obviously they're never exposed to the needs of a pediatric surgical child similarly for us in india we are all in pediatric surgical training we do pediatric urology but there is definitely a big lacuna in our thinking when it comes to thinking like a urologist for example i like i told the last time you know the stones we don't do stones why we don't do stones if you're doing 90% of pediatric urology that's because the exposure to endo urology in most of our training centers is limited to uh, pu valve fulguration and diagnostic cystoscopies we are not exposed to doing urethroscopies rirs and and pcnls and these are the skills that we need to acquire later and that is why the need to work in different centers uh, most of you today have this golden opportunity i know uh, most of you think of it as a curse but i think it's a golden opportunity that post your mch you have one year bond one or two year bond um, in different states depending upon where you are uh, for that bond shift to a different center work for one year in a different center and and try to understand what they are doing now what that does is 
I'll, I'll be honest, if you're, if you're gone to a very different center from where you have worked, it produces in your mind a clash of ideas. You had held a certain uh, perception to doing certain things a certain way and now you're suddenly you know, exposed to things being done in a very different way. Now, it may produce same results as what you have seen, it may produce better results, it may produce worse results. The question here is not what outcome that different method is bringing. The question is it introduces to you a different thought process. And, and that molds you into developing a much better acumen for decision making in your patients. If the results of the newer thought process are worse than yours, it reinforces your belief that what you have learnt is better. At the same time, if it produces similar results, now you have two options of dealing with the same problem. And if, if, there are, if it produces better results, there are ways in which you can adapt it to the methods that you have trained with. So it's a win-win situation for you, no matter what um, the outcome of that newer thought process is. So don't be stuck to the same department or the same place. I know it's your comfort zone, but life is all about stepping out of your comfort zone. If you want growth in your career, in your thought process, in your surgical acumen and your surgical skill and surgical judgment, you will always need to step out of your comfort zone and have the courage to do that. The more centers you work in prior to settling down, the more variety of thought processes and approaches you are exposed to. You know, I have worked in probably seven, eight different medical colleges throughout my surgical career, starting from my general surgery, including two stints in US with two very different mentors. And at every place, I found things being done in a different way and I have absorbed them and build up my own perception of things. And then it's an ongoing process. Today it's become so easy. You have Zoom meetings, you have webinars where you can interact with people and don't be scared to ask questions. You know, uh, uh, there is this perception in, in, in juniors and students that you should not ask questions. I, I don't think so. Uh, you know, uh, you need to be respectful, of course, you know, because the person sitting in front of you uh, is, is a highly accomplished person. Uh, he has tons of experience and no matter how radically different your views may be from him, you may not agree with him at all, but you can still have a fruitful discussion with him by being respectful, you know. And okay, you, you, you may be wondering, I don't know how he will take to my objections, but that's the only way of finding out is asking the question. If he answers you, you have an answer to what you were looking for. If he doesn't answer, you know, okay, this is a person I can't approach. I cannot talk to this person. Fair enough. Again, like I said, you know, you have to have a positive approach to your career. Whatever you do, it's going to add on to what you already have. And that is more important. Even if you don't get a chance to work with somebody for a long period of time, you can always go as an observer. I, I don't know why this observer uh, position is not 
sought after in 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 India. You know, we have I have observers coming in from all corners of the world. Uh, because of the covid situation they are not able to travel but there are people who are willing to come on their own expense spending from their own pocket to just spend some time with me and i'm not being boastful all i'm saying is why don't we have this culture in india why can't you just you know visit a department stay there for 7 days get exposed to what they are dealing with and i think in return if 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 seniors are listening to these podcasts we should be more open to accommodating more students you need not pay them if he's there for 7 days 10 days 15 days uh, you know the way the trend is to really take out personal loans and go on uh, foreign holidays now if you're willing to spend 50000 on a holiday where you don't really gain anything what's stopping you from spending 10 15000 from your own pocket visit a department spend a week with them and 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 learn how they do different things this have discussions with residents and that's where i said you know where you form the peer group that's towards the end of your journey where you've decided to settle down somewhere if you're going to form a peer group amongst your colleagues each of them being trained in a different institute it is going to be an amalgamation of ideas of different ideas and different approaches and that's going to help you in your practice but I'm talking about way before you start practicing. I'm talking about the time when you finish your MCH. You have one year bond. Make it a rule. I think you know uh, if if students are not up to it, there should be a rule that you are not going to do the bond in your department. You will seek out a different department, maybe in the same city, maybe in the same state, maybe outside the state, maybe to a totally different place, depending upon what the rules and regulations allow you to do. you know and and go and spend that year in a different department i am sure your mindset will change and broaden your perspective i've had students come up to me and 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 tell me you know we were never aware that so much of robotic work is happening in the country now i hold both the parties responsible for this i hold both the parties responsible for the faculty as well as the students the faculty for not exposing or not enriching their students with the fact that there is tremendously different work happening across the country for reasons best known to them and for the students for being content with what they are being exposed to yeah you may be in a fantastic department you may be in aims pgi you know km i'm i'm sorry i'm taking these names i i have nothing against these departments i'm just naming them as examples or you may be in any other place you know and and to you that may be the best department in the world and and i and i tend to agree with you yes if you are happy with your training where you have been trained it is the best department but get exposed to different cultures the work culture in north is different from the work culture in west which is different from the work culture in south which is different from the work culture in east we don't even have common social culture forget work culture everybody's approach is different most of us are getting good results with whatever we are doing few of us are doing things which are radically different from conventional teaching and they're still getting good results so get exposed to that tomorrow when you settle down in your practice 
all this will hold you in good stead because you know surgical skills will develop with practice but knowledge will come only with interaction and only if you keep an open mind it's just not enough that okay i have been trained at one of the best centers in the country and that's it no unfortunately today that's not it today there is a big tussle between what can be done and what cannot be done i'm going to talk about this in my next talk why the wrong perception is there and why we need to fight it tooth and nail but in this talk i think what the take home message for all of you is that don't be restricted in your thought process if you are restricted in your thought process you are going to be restricted in your practice you are going to be restricted in your surgical i won't say skill but definitely your surgical armamentarium as to what care all can you offer to your patient you know can you offer for just for example can you offer open lap and robotic can you offer asr psr and limited psr can you offer a brinkton's procedure now you are going to know all this only if you have worked in different departments who have done done this thing for example a renal stone you know ureteric stone if you have the setup if you have the expertise can you are you going to do it as an open procedure are you going to do it as an endo urological procedure or are you going to do it as a laparoscopic procedure now if your department where you have trained with are only used to doing it open you don't have the skills or the conviction that the other two methods probably offer a better chance of recovery to the child so unless you have seen it with your own eyes unless you are trained in that how can you convince yourself and if you can't convince yourself how are you going to convince the patient so at your own initiative broaden your perspective work in different departments the time period and and i stress this all the time to anybody who who meets me and who's patient enough to listen to me the period after your mch mch finishing your mch is not the end of the journey finishing of mch is the beginning of your journey as a pediatric surgeon what you do for the next 5 years after finishing your mch will dictate what you are for the rest of your life how satisfied you are how well placed you are how content you are with your practice and how happy you are with your surgical skills so don't be in a rush or a hurry to go and become a consultant somewhere again that's not the end of the journey being a consultant in a tertiary care hospital is also an evolving process you have to be always thinking 2 3 years ahead and not sit and rest on your achievements and laurels you know after a certain period of time money stops being a motivation what will keep you motivated in life is the desire and the excitement to learn something new to try something new read better ideas interact with people with a different mindset than yours and approach which is different from what you are used to doing and and be open about it and be humble about it that you know no matter how good you are with a certain procedure there may be someone somewhere in the world doing it better than you and you should have this constant endeavor to be better than what you were yesterday 
you are not competing with anybody i am not competing with anybody my competition is with myself am i a better surgeon and a better uh, knowledgeable person today than i was a year ago if that is true then the progress has been made it doesn't matter who is doing what and how but always look at who is doing what and how and can you benefit from it so post mcx the next 5 years gain as much experience as you can work in different departments don't be in a hurry to just settle down there may be reasons for settling down but try and delay it as much as possible work in different institutes interact with different people go for observerships within the city within the country where uh, you know the departments are open to having you and like i said unless you ask the answer is always no but if you ask the answer may be yes may be no so from a 100% probability of a no you have suddenly brought down the odds to 50% so be shameless in asking and be open to absorbing new ideas new cultures and always be ready to step out of your comfort zone that's it for today thank you so much for your patience as always if you have any questions queries any feedback you can mail me on drgurseva@gmail.com thank you so much and have a wonderful day